0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Sorry to Interrupt podcast. This is episode 209. We had an NFL rundown for you this week. Sean and I talked really quickly about MLB and NBA, um, and then at the end we talked college football, but we did our usual rundown of all the games, gave you reactions, and then made our four predictions for next week, including my much maligned... Sperm Bank Pick of the Week. Hopefully I can get back on track this week, guys. Enjoy the pod. We will be back next week.
1: 209 of the Start to Interrupt podcast. Tom, number two this week, we got our NBA preview done, and now it's time to recap football and everything else going on in the
0: sports world. How you doing, man? Good. How are you, man? Just football today. We It is a Wednesday. Today is dedicated to football along with Sunday and every other day of the NFL season, really, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, very much so. Um, real fast, we didn't, this just happened before we got in, so we'll just real fast, um, Red Sox down 3-2 to the Astros in the ALCS. Braves look like they're about to take a 3-1 series lead over the Dodgers in the NLCS. Any takes away from these series?
0: No. Um, the Dodgers won me a lot of money last uh, night on one of my first legal bets, so that was nice. Um, and, yeah, I am surprised by the Braves, especially to lose Acuna and still be uh, still be up in the series.
1: Yeah, they, they've been miraculous with the bats, and their pitching's been really good. Dodgers, not as much. And then on the other side, the offense has just been relentless. Uh, for one of the teams, it seems like every game. The Astros dominated game one. Boston games two and three. Houston had a huge comeback in game four. They won game five today, so they're one win away heading back to Houston. Uh, I've been staying true to our word. I have not watched a minute of this series. I hate both teams and will. And then, obviously, we don't have to talk much about it because we knew it was happening, but Aaron Boone is back with the Yankees on a three-year deal. I was a little bit surprised with the amount of years, seeing as how it doesn't align with Cashman, but we knew he was coming back, so now we just need to focus on the kind of players that they're going to bring in this winter, right?
0: Yeah, I don't care. It'll, it sucks, but we knew it was going to happen.
1: They said that it was on the players, so they didn't change the GM. They didn't change the manager. Which means they have to change some of the players. We'll see what happens. But, um, Tom, we'll get into week six here. I had some NBA on the docket just to get your takeaways from the first two games. But you know what? We'll save that for another time. I know you're yawning. You're tired. You're you are got to get That was a brutal game, uh, but predictable.
0: Harden, looked he needs to knock some rust off. What's that? I said Harden needs to knock a little rust off.
1: They all did. I mean, even Durant started off slow and listen they they're gonna i said which is when we did our predictions that they were going to be the two seed because it's going to take them about a month to figure out these rotations the bucks brought basically everybody back and they were an unstoppable team last night and then the lakers also look rusty and they need to figure shit out which is why the warriors were able to go into staples and get the dub
0: definitely um my knicks do not look rusty they are in a second overtime right now um Seems like there should be more points in a second overtime, but it's 131 130 um, Celtics. So let's hope that they can come away with the dub. Hey, uh, this game
1: has been crazy. I've been following along from like when I was at work to all the way to now. So we will see what happens. Um, actually, the Knicks right now look like they're up four. So mm. there you go. All right, Tom, let's talk football. Week six is gone, week seven is almost upon us real fast before we discuss the scores and the games there's a big rumor going around today i don't know if you saw it but it looks like the texans and dolphins they're working on a deshaun watson trade that could happen as early as this week
0: very interesting um i know the dolphins one by the
1: way 138
0: 134 there we go um way to start off the beginning of the season we have a better record than the nets i don't know how often i'm gonna be able to say that Um, say that
1: now be happy well done
0: yes um Yeah, I mean, it sounds like the Dolphins are not going to have a first-round pick because they traded away theirs, and instead the Texans are going to get their first-round pick back, right? That's exactly
1: right. And there was even talks that there might be be a three-team deal with Tua going to
0: Washington. Well, listen, this whole – I don't want to comment. I I don't even like commenting about the Deshaun thing. I'm still a little weirded out by it.
1: Yeah, as you should be. I think everybody should be. But at the end of the day, teams have business to conduct, right? And it probably isn't for this year, but Miami wants to wants to get him and while his value still might not be anything close to what it should be. So it'll be interesting to see if that does unfold this week or if it goes to the trade deadline, which is November second. But either way, that was a story I wasn't expecting to, to surface uh, anytime soon. But we'll we'll see what happens. Miami obviously has been linked to him for about as long as I can remember.
0: Yeah, they definitely have. Um, kind of scary to be taking on a guy that could be doing some real jail jail time, but I'm sure they're going to be doing their due diligence.
1: Yeah, for sure. I don't think that this is going to be done without the proper recon. And uh, remember, he's not even on the NFL exempt list right now. It's just that he vowed he would never play for the Texans again, and then the Texans got to say, well, you're not playing for us on their terms. So, um, we'll see what developments happen. But anyway, this, the the week is over, um, and we'll pick up. We'll just go in order here from the Thursday night game six days ago with the Buccaneers going into Philly and beating the Eagles. Um, listen, that was predictable, right? And Jalen Hurts, I think you're just going to be riding a roller coaster with him if you're an Eagle fan.
0: Yeah, he makes a lot of plays that a lot of other quarterbacks couldn't even dream to make but he dreams to make a lot of mediocre plays at a lot and throws at a lot of other quarterbacks making their sleep so it, it's tough to watch sometimes fantasy i mean he ended up right where you wanted him to be in the top probably top 7 as a fantasy football quarterback but reality quarterback Gardner Minshew is nipping at his heels every time <laughs> he overthrows a receiver Uh, on a throw to the to the sidelines by about 10 yards
1: oh for sure Gardner's saying listen you brought me in let me play over this guy this guy sucks I get I get not playing over Trevor Lawrence but come on and that's what I'd be thinking if I was the backup in Philly I mean everybody's so much out of his running right and to me it's like yeah his running is really good because he can't really pass the ball and he's passing up decent throws to run which is fine if you're getting the positive yards but over the course of 60 minutes it's just not enough so philly is not a very good team tampa again tom brady didn't cover the spread on a third on a primetime game he doesn't give a shit bucks got another win moving on down the line we go over to london where the jags got their first win since week one of 2020
0: yeah, that was two bad teams, but I watched a hell of a lot of this game in Oneonta, um, and it was fun. It it was an inc- it was a really fun game to watch, and I was saying to my friends, I was like, "Who cares if they suck? If you put two teams together, it's just as dynamite um, as when you put two great teams together." So, I mean, Trevor looked great to uh, for the most part. There was still some throws that were. Lacking, but he's really starting to put it together. Um, and the, honestly, the Dolphins lost this game more than more than the Jaguars won it. There was plenty of opportunities for them to put this game away. And yeah, Tua looks really bad. And it's scary when you're bringing in, you know, you listen to the announcers and they're like, well, they're bringing in Jacoby Brissett to give him a different look because he might sneak it or he's able to throw it deep. And it's like, all right, so you don't trust Tua to sneak it and you don't trust Tua to throw it deep so you have half a quarterback here just play percent all the time bro ever since he
1: got his first run last year in that Rams game I forget which week it was where they hardly let him throw at all and he was kind of going back and forth with Fitzpatrick they don't trust him they they clearly don't which is why this Deshaun Watson news I think is obviously legit they don't think they have the guy in Tua and they haven't felt that really at all both between injuries and performance. I do give Jacksonville a lot of credit on this win. Obviously, it might be one of the two or three wins they get all year, but the way they managed the clock and Urban Meyer coached on that final drive to set up the 51-yard field goal attempt was utterly perfect.
0: Yeah. For the first time um, probably all year, he did a great job calling the plays on that one drive.
1: He did, yep, but it was a drive that got him a dub in in the NFL. You always got to count that, so – We'll see if that leads to anything. The Dolphins are obviously in a really rough spot. Moving on down the line, speaking of rough spots, oh, my fucking football team. 38-11 to at home on the day they honored the 2011 championship team. It feels like that was... Tom, that was 10 years ago. That might as well have been 45 years ago because they look like they're nowhere close to anything that resembles previous championships.
0: Yeah, they got smacked. Just point blank period they, they got smacked around I mean obviously they were they were missing a lot of weapons but I really don't know what else to say aside from they got Kadarius Tony goes out early obviously you're missing Saquon um I did Shepard get hurt in this game I know he played no Shepard was the only guy that really played he
1: was the only receiver that really played the whole game
0: Aside from that, yeah. all, all damn near all your weapons were missing, and this is this Rams team just—you know—they take away your best weapon, and aside from that, you guys didn't have anything, so that was what it was.
1: Giants scored in their first possession. It was the first time a team has scored on the Rams defense on the first possession all year. It was only three points, but a score is a score. They held. They sacked the Rams twice on their first possessions to force punts, and then it all just snowballed. Twenty-four points for the Rams in the second quarter. I mean, and I'm going to say this real fast. I know you want to move on down the line. Joe Judge, I've been a big fan of his. A lot of Giants fans have bought in. I think people around the league and fans of other teams have bought in and like the cut of his jib and like what he's done. But, man, I fucking despised what he said and did on Sunday. I mean, he said, well, we're going to find out let's see what guys fight nobody fought they laid down like a bunch of fucking dogs and they're and you're sneaking daniel jones on a third and one a week after he was concussed and couldn't even walk and you have him sneaking head first to get a first down i mean who in god's name is making these play calls and how is the head coach allowing these plays to be done with the franchise quarterback it was fucking pathetic he kept playing him when mike Lennon should have come in they were getting their dicks kicked in jones was a sacrificial lamb the rams defense was abusing the giants o-line it was just a disaster from top to bottom uh this team really forget about just not living up to expectations that i had or that other people had they weren't i don't think unrealistic i mean this team looks like a three or four win team they are they have they have to do a complete overhaul and that's something we're going to pay attention to over the next few weeks
0: yeah we're going to have to ask if joe judge is part of that overhaul um And yeah, I mean, listen, I have gripes with the Jets because in blowouts when the rookie or the young quarterback in in your eyes for the Giants is being hung out to dry, at least you guys have a backup quarterback. Let's bring him in there and let's use him. Yeah, at that point, you're not seeing
1: anything from Jones. You, one hit can knock him into concussion protocol for another month. I mean, there's just no reason. And I really don't. Joe Judge's message is great if you're winning or you're trying to develop a young team. But if you're losing every week and you're getting your asses handed to you, that message goes stale for fans. I'm sure it's growing stale in that locker room. You can't be hard nosed and tough when you're when you're laying down and getting killed every week. It's
0: just it's not going to work. Absolutely, I'm sure that shit's getting old for them, and he may he may lose or have lost the locker room. Yeah, it's
1: gonna we're gonna find out over the next couple of weeks, right? And and they got Sam Darnold and the Panthers coming in, which is where we'll go to next. He led quite the drive after being terrible all game to uh, to force overtime, but the Vikings ended up winning by six. This was a pretty fun game, but Tom, um, I got to tell you, I would not be missing Darnold if I were you.
0: No, I mean, at the beginning he showed a lot of promise, but he missed a lot of easy throws against a Vikings defense that was putting pressure on him. Um, I mean, whenever he gets under pressure, he gets happy feet. He needs to move around, and he misses a lot of throws. But I don't think this Panthers team is very good. Uh, I think the book is out on Darnold. All you got to do is pressure him. He's got a little bit better of weapons, and he's looked better this year, more competent, but... Just throw a little pressure at him and he'll throw a couple bad interceptions. I think he threw one on the first play of the game in this game. I'm a little more disappointed in the Vikings. I don't know why I should be saying this, but they look like they're slipping into neutral all game. They'll make a big play and then they'll go, after that one first down, they'll go three and out. Um,. Or they'll on defense they'll force a punt or a turnover and they'll immediately go three and out on three plays that make me scratch my head. I I don't really don't know why I'm disappointed in this team. It it's you know it's been the same way since your boy Kirk Cousins got in there what three years ago when you picked him to win MVP. But mm-hmm. I, I am disappointed in this team. I, I they yep. leave me they leave me wanting a lot more.
1: Yeah, that's fair. And despite that, they've won a couple of games really late or or cousins has led them cousins is low key been ultra clutch this year now part yeah. of the reason is because he hasn't played great during the rest of the game but to your point about the vikings right i mean they've got the game in the bag darnold can't fucking find a receiver and when he does the panthers receivers especially more and anderson your former boy have been dropping them left and right but they allow a 98 yard touchdown drive to end regulation before they have to finally win in overtime on a perfect throw and catch from uh from cousins to thielen but yeah I mean that shit's not gonna fly against better teams
0: no not at all and they're three and three but it feels like judging by some of their games and, and some of their plays they they should be like four and two or even five and one but they they just run when they play the better teams it comes to light
1: for sure and a lot of close games I mean and too, we where,
0: and why am I surprised I'm sorry to interrupt you there but it's Kirk cousins I should know that by now
1: right well it's also a descent that she should you fall for not me <laughs> well it's not only cousins it's a, the defense seems to be kind of a mirror image of cousins right where they they seem to step up when they have to like they did in OT but part of the reason they're in OT is because they don't do anything when they have to that should end regulation or make the game a two or three score. I mean, they were, they were easily winning this game. It was over. I, I couldn't believe when I saw that Carolina scored a touchdown and, and converted on the two point conversion. It was, it was absolutely insane. So anyway, the Vikings get out of Carolina with a win, which is all you can ask for Tom, this next game surprised the hell out of me because I thought it was the marquee matchup of the week. The Justin Herbert led, L.A. Chargers went into Baltimore, and holy shit, did they look awful.
0: Yeah, I think CBS thought it was the marquee matchup of the week, too, and before it could even hit halftime, they had pulled that game for, I don't remember the other game I ended up watching, but it wasn't the Ravens anymore.
1: <laughs> Chiefs uh, Chiefs, Washington, maybe?
0: Yeah, I think that was it, but, I mean, I mean, they just pummeled. The Chargers And I was really disappointed to see that because I thought the Chargers were maybe the third best team in the AFC. Um, but Baltimore proved that they might be the second best team in the AFC behind Buffalo. Um, I'm going to let Buffalo's Monday night loss slide. But uh, they, Lamar looks like a much better player this year. And that's majorly what I take away from the Ravens side. Um, and then from the Chargers' side, they, they couldn't stop the run if their life depended on it.
1: I'm so glad you said that last part because that's where I was going to go to. I mean, the Ravens, you know their identity, and part of what got Fangio pissed was how much they pride themselves on those rushing games of 100 yards plus. That's their calling card, and they ran the ball down the Chargers' throat the entire game they dominated time of possession which forced herbert to force the ball into some areas where he shouldn't have also the ravens pass rush defense really had played i thought their best game of the season the Ravens, this is what's so fun about doing our weekly Wednesday NFL because things changed so quickly. We were looking forward to this matchup. You said we could flip flop three or four, however we felt, between the Chargers and the Ravens. And now it looks like the Ravens are head and shoulders above. But, you know, part of the Ravens' record, let's not forget, yeah, Lamar had led that awesome comeback against the Colts, but they easily could have lost that game. They needed Edwards Hilaire to fumble in that Chiefs game to get the dub, and obviously good teams capitalize on mistakes, but it's not like they were blowing teams out. This was their first signature win, I thought, of the year, where they really just from beginning to end owned their opponent. And for the Chargers, I think now they got to look themselves in the mirror and say, we were kind of feeling ourselves a little bit, and now it's time to move on and and get a little bit better, particularly in that run defense, because if they meet again down the line, I don't see, as of right now, the result being much different.
0: Yeah, I think I think honestly the answer for the Chargers is they don't have anybody on the team that's going to be a reliable run stopper and be able to show that up. They need to look to make a trade or sign somebody uh, as we get closer to the trade deadline that's coming up in November. Did you see anything
1: that you would have cause for concern with with Herbert, or do you think the game was just circumstantial where he really didn't have a chance?
0: No, I don't really worry about Herbert. It's circumstantial. I mean, he had that all-time, well, his all-time clunker against the Patriots last year. I think it was like a 45-3 to game, or they might not have even gotten the field goal in there, and, and he turned around and kept it rolling. So I, I'm not really worried about it. I just think these things happen. I mean, look at Mahomes. He's had some clunkers this year. Every quarterback has bad games. Nobody's perfect.
1: Yep, that's how I look at it, too. You and I are in agreement there. Okay, Chiefs go into Washington. We didn't talk about this, but real fast, just want to get your two cents on it. On like Thursday of last week, Washington announced they were going to retire Sean Taylor's number. Just amidst all of the terrible emails and the scrutiny and, the, and all the headlines about Washington. So they're like, hey, let's cover our, let's cover our ass here, which I thought was just disgusting. It was so poorly timed nobody had time to react to it and in a game against a team that's obviously gonna kill you, which is what happened I mean is this the next new low for Dan Snyder We keep saying it can't go lower, but to, honestly, I thought using him as a pawn was despicable. that's how I viewed it anyway
0: yeah we're we're absolutely on the same page there' was almost as bad as t- uh Patrick Mahome's idiot younger brother dancing on his little uh on his on his um the the memorial or whatever it was there, um, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, it it was a joke. I don't have any. I don't have words for the Redskins. I think we need to have a um, w- like a Dave, What was it? A Adam Silver intervention on the Clippers. Uh, Donald Sterling. We need to have one of those. Hopefully, that's coming down the pike soon. As for the game, Mahomes still made a lot of mistakes. But winning is the ultimate deodorizer, um, and they beat up on the Washington football team pretty bad.
1: Yeah, they did. And is there a bigger disappointment in football this year than the Washington football team's defense?
0: No, I mean, not only did they have a lot of good young players, they spent a lot of money on it as well. Um, And they're bottom five in the league. They suck bad.
1: I'm not defending the fact that the Giants – weren't in position to draft Chase Young, but you know people talk about how the Giants fucked up their franchise forever for winning that overtime game against Washington to have the right to pick sixth, or uh, fourth it was. You know, Chase Young's a great player, and anybody that questions that is an idiot. But defensive ends are only as good as the rest of your team allows you to be. And if you could be a great defensive end and be on terrible teams. I mean, that's what Chase Young's career might be. So it's not like you passed up a generational quarterback. It's that defense sucks. And he's done his part, but he also hasn't applied the kind of pressure that we thought he was going to apply this year.
0: Yeah, not at all. I mean, he's still obviously playing at an above average level, but no he's doubt. not doing what Miles Garrett's doing, which is what you expected from him out of year two. Yep,
1: yeah, and that secondary is a sieve. Um, moving on into Chicago, this game was one of my favorites. The Packers beat the Bears. Obviously, anytime the Bears lose, much like Seattle for you, it's a good day. And Aaron Rodgers still owns the Chicago Bears in what was maybe the best taunt. Uh, that I've seen in a long time.
0: Yeah, um, I thought it was a little uncalled for, but turns out they were flipping uh, him off or something.
1: There you go. Yes.
0: Um, getting a little, getting a little backstory there. Big J journalism, going deep diving. Um, they covered, which I was happy about because I picked them. Um, I believe you did as well. So they easily covered that spread. Yep. Um, Nagy's got to get fired. That's my only oh. takeaway from this. Nagy's got to get fired.
1: Another game with, like, just no offense. And Fields, I mean, he shows glimpses every game outside of that first one of why they believe he's the guy in Chicago. I think he could show a football.
0: lot more glimpses if they actually had an offense tailored to him.
1: Oh, totally agree. Yeah, Nagy is just the most stubborn. Him and Gettleman, I mean, probably two of the most stubborn people in football. But uh, as for the Packers, they have not done – What you'd like them to do against inferior teams which is beat the living shit out of them they haven't hit their stride that's for sure but Rodgers is good enough to win and I think anybody that said oh he doesn't really care about football and took way too much out of that week one game this is why as fun as it is to talk about the league every week we need to do a better job of not making hot takes because he obviously still plays with that passion and fire that he always has played with
0: who's this week what's that who's this we you said we
1: no just everybody like talking the you're NFL. Putting, Oh
0: okay you're putting everybody on notice i thought you were just directing that at me
1: no no like er, us everybody like we we talked i remember you and i were like wow like wow the packers really suck rogers probably a distraction and then i don't think they've lost since right
0: yeah i guess if we I've got won- we got sung by uh aaron Rodgers.
1: Well, and that's just, again, like, that's part of doing a pot every week. We don't do twice a year, so.
0: Whatever, man. Yeah, you still stupid. Game.
1: It's really bad. All right, uh, Bengals, speaking of really bad, kicked the living shit out of the Lions. The Bengals are beating bad teams this year, which is a really good sign, and they're beating them pretty easily. I predicted the Lions to pretty much lie down, right? They They fought really hard over the first five weeks. They've lost some gut-wrenching games, and this was a game where they were home, but they might as well have just stayed in their in their beds.
0: Yeah, Burrow shredded him Jamar Chase. I mean, aside from all the great catches he had, that block he laid made more of an impact mm. on me when Mixon ran it in for a touchdown. Hell of a game for Cincinnati, and they might even be better than the beat Bad Teams team. They I mean, might be. I mean, they they
1: easily could have won that game against the
0: packers they're in every game yeah it seems like they're they're a few a few plays away in every loss and they're dominating all the bad teams so they may be able to sneak in this year i think next year is going to be their year
1: me too yep have another draft address the line a little bit more but Burrow is a fucking stud, man. I, he, he is living up to that bill of the number one overall pick. I think he's going to be a really good quarterback in the league for a really long time.
0: Yeah, go Tigers. Go
1: Tigers. Uh, not for Ed Ogeron moving Oof. forward. We'll talk about that later. Uh, moving on. down. Knew, yeah, that's, four- for,
0: that's for next week. We need to digest that a little more.
1: Oh, for sure. Um, a little bit more moving on down to the 4 o'clock games. God, the Cardinals went into Cleveland and smoked him. I give Baker credit; he's playing through this shoulder injury he aggravated. It. It's dislocated his non-throwing shoulder. Yeah, he's Kareem out. Kareem Hunt, yep, he's out for tomorrow night's game. Kareem Hunt went out with a calf injury. Those he's are always too. brutal. So, and I think Landry and OBJ are out this and week Chubb. too. So, and Chubb. So, all right. Well, it's the mash unit in Cleveland, and mm-hmm. it looks like another year of no playoffs for Cleveland.
0: You think so?
1: Well, really? they made it last year. I mean,
0: do you think yeah, they made they're it gonna... last year. They won a playoff game last year.
1: Right, but other than that, they haven't for a long time. Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, this Baker injury is bad. The rest, some of their best players are hurt. We don't know when they're coming back. They don't seem like they're capable of beating the good teams right now.
0: Yeah, I, I guess you're right, and, and really it's not even them. It's, you got to look at the rest, the, uh, the rest of the divisions there, and uh, I don't think they're sneaking into a wild card.
1: No, I mean, listen, The the we know what the top half of, or the, the top seeds in the AFC are going to be. But, I mean, right now, Cincinnati, that's not a game where you pencil in and say, well, that's a sure win. Pittsburgh is Pittsburgh. They're going to be tough. And Baltimore is fucking great right now. So that division's not easy. You're not going to get a lot of wins there. And if this Baker injury is really bad, I mean, we know what Baker is as a quarterback. He's not going to win you games. He's going to play well and when you're running the football and your defense is making stops but if you're not he's not really going to weed you on huge comebacks and who knows how long he's out for
0: yeah um my playoff pick for them is not looking as good uh well i picked them to win the division did you no i picked baltimore to
1: win the division
0: all right whatever (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah I, I definitely pick baltimore i I've, i'm always high on, on the ravens um on the other side here the cardinals are six and zero, the only undefeated team we have i think we got to give them a lot of respect because man they're winning and they're winning easily
0: yeah we definitely do going out and getting a.j green another year um with uh nuke and what's his face um they got kyler Kirk. murray sorry losing his yep. losing his name um together is looking great they they have a little bit of a mass unit at running back between Chase Edmonds and James Connor, who are both injured all the time, but it seems to be working and man, that defense has played i don't want to say over their heads because maybe this is what they're capable of, but they have played great
1: they have real playmakers on this team uh on, on the defensive side of the ball and simmons Isaiah Simmons out of Clemson is really looking like he was worth the seven overall pick. Um obviously you bring in JJ Watt. He's not the productive player that he once was, but he's a leader and he's a big part of that defense. Buddha Baker, I want to ask you a quick question and it might sound preposterous, but let's see if you if you agree or not. Did they have the best assembly of skill positions players on offense in the league?
0: I wouldn't say the best. <laughs> I mean, I would definitely put it up there, but I think Dallas is better. Okay. Um, I know we what we saw last weekend, but I think the Chargers might be better. Uh, you yeah. got
1: Hopkins, Kirk, A.J. Green. I mean, and now they just brought in Zach Ertz.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's They're tough. the ball well. Dallas is and definitely Kyler's. better. Sure. Uh, KC is probably better
1: so when everybody's healthy.
0: They're absolutely top five, no questions. Even Cincinnati's pretty fucking good.
1: <laughs> yeah, they, they are. I, I just think that dynamic of Kyler, plus you're adding all these other guys and you bring in Ertz now, it seemed like they've really only needed a tight end. This team's loaded, and their o line's real good too. Um, you mentioned the Cowboys. What a great game this was! They went into Foxborough and handed the Pats their fourth straight road loss for the first time since '93, and Dak just obliterated this Patriots defense. Um, as five hundred plus yards, right?
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, this team has. All they needed was a mediocre defense, and they are probably 15th on defense, at defense right now, given all the stats. So that's all they need. They, they don't have to put up a million points to win. They only need to put up you know, 27 or whatever, and they're definitely going to get more than that. Honestly, man, this team looks Super Bowl bound.
1: I'm not going to say Super Bowl bound, but they have as good a shot as any team in the NFC. I'll say that. I mean, I, I'm not knocking Tampa down, and I'm not knocking Arizona down for being undefeated, but I put Dallas right up there.
0: Yeah, I think they're a top three team. Throw the know Rams you in there.
1: That. Yeah, right. Like that's what I said. I'm like, I'm not anointing them as the NFC champs, but no, I don't.
0: Man, I mean, they, you have Tom Brady still plays for the for the reigning champ, so I can't do that. But that's I think what I was they have saying. as good of a shot as anybody.
1: Okay. Well, when you said Super Bowl bound, I was like, whoa, okay. Um, no, this team is really good. And Will Smith, listen, you were right, and I was wrong. And uh, you're smart and I'm stupid because this team, I did not expect Trey Diggs to play the way that he's playing. And
0: You don't have fun. to just say Will Smith. I was right there with him.
1: Yes, but obviously he's the Cowboy fan.
0: Yeah, so you should actually be giving me more props because I did mine based off of, you know, studying and and using facts and whatnot. His was just based off of he does the same thing every year. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Has he
1: ever not picked the Cowboys to win the division?
0: Uh, I don't think so. At the beginning of the year at least, no. Maybe a couple games in when he sees the writing.
1: Right. To be fair, since we've been doing this pod, I don't think that there's been another team in the NFC East outside of maybe Philly where you could even potentially say that they could win. That just goes to show how much of a disappointment the Giants are.
0: I think I think since we started the pod, there's been a different champ every year, though, which is funny. Yeah, that's true. The division's been horrible.
1: But, yeah, 18, Dallas won, 19, Philly won, and last year, Washington won. <laughs> exactly. I guess I guess the team that's missing, huh, my team. And they're definitely not winning it this year. Um, On the Patriots' side, real quick, I thought Mac Jones made a couple of huge throws. And I love the resolve that this guy has. I mean, he he throws that terrible interception, gets run back. He comes right back down the field and throws an 80-yard pass to – who was that? Was that Jacoby Myers for the touchdown? Oh, no, it was Bourne. Um, This this kid – i mean you can see why i like him they could you could see why the patriots believe he's the answer for the next 10 years
0: yeah he's got a lot of poise he makes all the right passes and he's gonna do what he's told and and listen to mcdaniels and and listen to, to bill and that's all that matters that's
1: all that matters this team though doesn't look like they're a playoff team right now no. they, they they are not very good um Raiders defeated the Broncos by 10 out in Denver 34-24 after a tumultuous week in Vegas. Uh, and I was actually kind of surprised by this. I figured with all the distractions. I thought they were going to pack it in. Me too, man. I think we both were kind of on the same page there thinking, all right, well, they're going to lay down and die. They, they suck. And they came out and they won by 10, but this game was, it felt a lot, felt like they won by a lot more than 10.
0: Yeah, this game was over from the start um denver had some garbage time points but this was like a 25 point loss
1: i give vegas a lot of credit and this is something where we're gonna have to watch them every week to see if this is a mirage and they emptied the tank but maybe john gruden way, was holding them back maybe gruden was holding them back you uh you know you you love some yourself some john gruden
0: so. yeah well welcome welcome to the pod he, he is welcome on the pod <laughs>
1: Well, we'd like to bring him in so he can discuss everything. Uh, We'll ask the hard-hitting questions, especially you. All right. Absolutely. Um, On Sunday Night Football in a game that I really didn't watch much of, I was kind of in and out with this in the baseball because I just had no interest in watching the corpse of Roethlisberger and Geno Smith play. But the Steelers won by three in overtime. Bro, this
0: goes back to what we talked about on the Thursday night game. You put two shit teams together, but the game turns out great. What do you, you – our, our brain doesn't know the difference between bad football and good football <laughs> as long as it's close football. It's true. Although there's
1: th- – where well, I'm like, how many
0: times do I have
1: to watch these guys throw five-yard passes? I mean, the first half, did the Seahawks even let Geno throw the ball more than seven yards?
0: No, you were pulling your hair out a lot.
1: And I don't have much of it to begin with.
0: True, <laughs> I didn't even. I set you up for that one, but I didn't even realize I did. Yeah, I'm um, a
1: big fan of self-deprecating
0: jokes. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I, I know you are, and I. One of the reasons why I love you. Um, yeah, I mean, this was the Dink and Dunk ball, man.
1: Oh, I mean, Roethlisberger tries to throw the ball downfield. He just.
0: Did you can't. see? Did you see um, Adams getting into it with Sharp?
1: Yeah. Oh, not Adams.
0: Was, um, Metcalf, excuse me.
1: Metcalf was yeah. Metcalf and Shan, Metcalf and Chan Sharp went at it. But did you? I was going to ask if you saw your boy Jamal Adams' intro.
0: No. I'm
1: the be- it, You know how on when on Sunday Night Football they're like from so and so, Oklahoma State, Alabama, Texas mm-hmm. Tech. He goes, "I'm the best." What did he say? Uh, "I'm the best in the league," or something. I was like, "All right, man."
0: At what? Down. Missing tackles,
1: <laughs> at, at not covering hmm. uh, the receiver, uh, helping out the corner because he doesn't do that either. Uh, man, the Jets have to be so happy with with what they've seen.
0: Oh man, uh, listen, I will take that pick all day and twice and on Sunday. Him,
1: and just having him out of your organization couldn't even picture him uh, on this team this year with a new coach and a rookie quarterback. I mean, he was pretty bad with Darnold. Um, But, yeah, this was not a fun game. And congrats to the Steelers. They got the tough win at home. I don't think it matters much, but I definitely think Seattle's season is over.
0: They they need to win this week. If they lose, it's over for me. Who do they have this week? They actually have, I believe it's a Monday night game. They have New Orleans. Yeah, at home.
1: Okay. They've been a little more vulnerable at home over the last few years. Yeah, for sure. But we will see uh, what happens there. I definitely don't think the Saints are world beaters. After all, they lost to my Giants. And then the last game we got to talk about is the Monday night game, which was actually a really fun game. And I lost this game, having picked the Bills. But the Titans – So did I, so –
0: Whatever. Yeah, so that's bad. true.
1: We, yeah, we both we both had the bills. Um, listen, after that Sunday night performance against Kansas City, how could you not? But hey, they were right there. Uh, but Derrick Henry, I mean, he's just he's he's the best running back in the NFL, and I don't think it's close. They they stood tall on that defensive fourth and one hold. And before we talk more about this game, what do you think of the decision that Sean McDermott made to go for it there on fourth and one?
0: <sighs> Tough you know what? I I don't ever blame coaches for going for it. I'll blame them for going the other way and, and punting it. Or if you're in field goal range, taking the points, I always appreciate a guy that's going to try and put the foot on the throat.
1: Oh, me too. Especially with the way this team has been playing. I mean, up until this, I heard this stat today that, um, on fourth and one, Josh Allen was 14 for 14 on converting those on a sneak. And he just lost his footing. Like, I thought the play call was fine. I thought the execution would have been fine. He just lost his footing. He slipped, and the Titans give them credit. They they stood tall there. But I agree with you. I hate the old adage of, if you're on the road, go for the tie. Like, no, fuck that. Like, we're trying to be the best team in the AFC. We want to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. This is a tough team, but if we get this, we're going to – clock it, and we'll have three shots at the end zone before then we get to try to tie it. So I thought it was the right call, too.
0: Yeah, and I haven't heard that in a while, the the on-the-road go for the tie. I know it's a thing, but I feel like coaches are going away from that more and more.
1: Yeah, it's an older thing, and I think with analytics they're telling you, listen, we don't give a fuck where the game's being played. If you have these kind of players and this defense doesn't do this then you, then you go for it. Um, did you have any other takeaways from this game outside of that decision and then Derrick Henry just being a fucking man child?
0: No, I can't put my finger on the Titans. Um, I really can't figure it out. But yeah, no no other takeaways. I, I still think the uh, still think the Bills are the they're the class of the AFC.
1: One game we didn't talk about, because I just went right over it because I don't care, was um, the Colts absolutely obliterating the Texans 31-3. And the only reason I mentioned that is because we've pretty much anointed the Titans as the AFC South winner, but the Colts have slowly but surely played pretty well. I know they choked away that game to Baltimore, but I still think that they're going to have something to say about this division because the Titans' defense still sucks.
0: Yeah, and I, I guess anointing them was a little too much. We're gonna have to see when they play, and that's really where we're gonna, when we're gonna find out. Colts have uh, San Francisco this week, and Kansas City is uh, is playing Tennessee. So, I Colts mean, are what three and two, or three and three? I believe they're three and three. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Because I think they won their last two, right? Well, they lost
1: the Monday night game in Baltimore, but before that they beat the Dolphins and then they beat the Texans this week, so they've won two of their last three for sure.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I think they No, they're 2 and 4, my friend.
1: Oh, they're 2 and 4, okay. And the Titans are Are they 3 and 3?
0: Yeah, I think they're 3 and 3.
1: So they lost to your Jets.
0: Yeah, they they are... Where's their record? Sorry, I'm looking for it. This is not good, huh?
1: That's fine. We don't put the records, but... Either way, I'll just say that the AFC South is... It's not done.
0: They're 4-2. and two.
1: They're 4-2. and two. Okay, so... But from what we've seen from the Colts, I don't think it's fair to say that the Titans are going to run away with this division.
0: No, not at all. And they still have to play each other twice, so...
1: There, you, there it is. Okay, Tom, it's time to make our Week 7 picks. We're already here. It's pretty crazy that we're already in Week 7, but that's what the NFL season does.
0: Mm-hmm. So why
1: don't you recap last week for us?
0: Last week, I went 2-2, two and two, my sperm bank pick of the week. I picked the Chargers. That's, that's just bad. That's a bad job by me. Just a yeah, hand up. I'm sorry, everybody. You guys lost a lot of money on that one, and I'm sorry for that. Hopefully, you saved from the first couple weeks when I was hot. Um, Sean, you went three and one, so good job by you. Every hey. day, you know, every day above ground is is a good day. So you stayed above five hundred there. You've gone two and two, three and one, three and one, two and two, and three and one. No losing um, weeks. Yeah, no. I mean, I went uh, one and three, and then I went two and two, then I went three and zero. Oh, then I went two and one. A lot of pushes in there. Yuck. That's yeah. And then I went two and two. So one losing week, but I I think I'll be able to survive. You ready for week seven?
1: I'm ready. Um, why don't we start with your New York Jets at the New England Patriots, where the Pats are a six and a half point favorite at home. Uh, I'm going to take the Patriots in this game. They killed the Jets the first time, and listen, they've got to start winning some games. I think they're done in this, as far as the playoffs are concerned, but they, they really feel, feel bad, I think, after losing that game to Dallas, and they're going to take it out on your Jets like Bill usually does.
0: Agreed. I think the Je- uh, there's no way the Jets should not be uh, less than seven-point dog anywhere on the road, and uh, New England, they should be a ten-point dog. Doesn't it just go to
1: show like how far the pats have fallen off though for the one in five one in four jets to be in this spot?
0: Yeah, but you know what I think I think Belichick is really gonna ratchet it up this week.
1: Oh yeah, I do too. I'm just saying it's kind of weird. I expected this to at least be seven and a half.
0: Um I think next, it's not even how far they've fallen. I think their reputation this team is not that bad. I just think their reputation this year has been sullied so badly
1: right and the young quarterback too i mean this is no longer the brady pats yeah and the defense is it's stingy it's good but it's certainly not elite like we've seen in the past um the giants are going to host sam darnold and the panthers the giants are two and a half point dogs at home oh my god about watching this giants team i they still won't have galladay in all likelihood still no saquon who knows about slayton the offensive line is in shambles because Andrew Thomas just went on IR. So, as bad as Carolina's been, I mean, how in God's name can you pick the Giants to win? Especially at home. You know the Giants are 9-27 and at home since the beginning of 2017?
0: They just like staying in hotels, bro. Oh, my God. They
1: fucking – well, they don't win on the road either, which is even more crazy. But, uh, yeah, 9-27 and at home. Coming off a shit week, lots of injuries. Carolina's not great, but they'll get this win. So give me the Panthers to cover the two and a half.
0: Yeah, I'm in lockstep with you there. I was hoping that you went with the Giants, and I, I was can't. gonna, and I was gonna get that, uh, get that back on you. But you didn't. Good job by you, smart by I you. I'm can't. giving you kudos before it even happens. Um, and yeah, I just don't see how the Giants win that game, especially when they're decimated.
1: Oh, they just, they're just they just terrible. I mean, after that performance, how can you possibly say, no matter how bad the, the Panthers have looked, they don't look like they're anything close to as bad as the Giants.
0: No, not at all. I mean, they're a competent team, and Darnold's not going to lose them the game. You, you would hope not.
1: Um, and even if he tries to, I still think they'll find a way to win. Uh, my third pick, I'm going to Green Bay. Where the Washington football team are nine point underdogs. they come. I'm sure you saw in the spreads. There's a lot of huge spreads this week. A lot of big. Numbers. Yeah, it's tough.
0: And this is also the week where um, if your spouse wants you to do something else during the fall, this is the week to do it. It is is week hell.
1: Oh yeah, no you you've, you've got to take you got to take that nice fall day with with the loved one. Um, Washington. I'm gonna take them just because the Packers simply are not killing teams. Mm. You know, they, they won last week by ten. It felt like it could have been more. They're at home, which you feel good about, and maybe they run away with it, but I just don't like the fact that they're not killing teams. And Washington might hang around here. But um, so that's why that's the only reason I'm taking them, just because nine's a big number.
0: All right, so you got Washington plus nine. My third game of the day here. I have the Denver Broncos. I we, I know we don't do Thursday night games. It's been a while since I have done one. Denver, I know they're going into Cleveland. They are four-and-a-half-point dogs. Cleveland is starting the absolute C or D squad, and I just think Denver is <laughs> going to be able to have Teddy Bridgewater manage them to a win here.
1: You know, I was really staring at this game simply because i hate picking games with huge numbers which is what the majority of sundays are but i just don't like what i've seen from denver over the last few weeks and i don't trust cleveland i just couldn't trust either of these teams but i like that you had the balls to pick this game
0: understandable and yeah i was trying to stay away from you know these 15 and a half 16 and a half point numbers oh
1: yeah rightfully so um You yeah, you you had the balls to pick this game because I don't have a feel for it one way or the other. My fourth and final game before we get the sperm bank pick of the week. I have the Bears in Tampa Bay, where Tampa is favored by a lofty thirteen and a half. This is a game where listen, Tampa's gonna win. I don't doubt that for a second. But again, they don't cover all the time either. And this is a huge number to cover and I like what I've seen from Fields enough to keep this game within the 13.5-point range. So I'm going to take the Bears. That's three road teams this week that I'm taking to cover the spread, partially because the numbers are so high. So give me the Bears.
0: Wow, look at you. All right, well, I have a Spurman pick of the week for a home dog. I love picking home dogs, and I am going to Seattle. Um, we already spoke about it earlier. You already said it yourself. The Saints aren't world beaters this year. And I know it's Geno Smith, but Seattle needs this win to keep this season alive. And I think they're going to be able to at least cover this spread of plus three and a half. I think they're going to get the win. I would go money line with this one, boys. So whip it out and get a little <laughs> more cash because you're going to need it this week. We have been uh, aside. We had a push two weeks ago, and a big time loss this past week. So we're really we're gonna have to be in business this week.
1: I, I listen, Tom. You picked two games that I had no feel for. So if the sperm bank pick of the week is gonna hit, you gotta have balls to get the sperm bank pick of the week. You gotta so have well,
0: balls, man. That's the perfect way to put it. That's our new slogan.
1: I like it, and I will take credit for that. You um, man, nice job there, Tom. I'm gonna run down. The college football scores from the week, and you're going to tell me one or two of these games that popped out to you, and then we'll call it a night. Georgia beat Kentucky 30 to 13. They stay at one. Cincinnati's is killing UCF.
0: I was Oklahoma disappointed in Georgia. UCF.
1: Were you really even winning by 17?
0: Yeah, I had them on a on a parlay where they were covering a 21 point spread.
1: Oh. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, that that's fair, I guess. I mean, Kentucky's a good team.
0: Oklahoma, yeah, they are. But I don't know. I just I was really feeling Georgia, Kentucky, I why Cincinnati. I don't really care about. Um, we'll see at the end of the year. I don't want to get my heart broken because I really want a non-power five to uh, come in here and get it. Um, Oklahoma, Oklahoma was an incredible game. Caleb Williams, Jesus Christ, this kid is amazing. Um, they were another team that I watched a shit ton of in, a, in the pouring rain in Oneonta because um, I was gambling my balls off. Um, sure. He's incredible. Um, and Spencer so Rattler, good. see you later. Enjoy playing at, I don't know, Iowa. <laughs> yeah, I was going to
1: say like Arkansas or something. But, yeah, really good. Really good performance there by Oklahoma. They killed TCU. Tom, our rivalry game. Yeah, that that one didn't go so well for Mike Leach.
0: No, it, it did not. Um, as expected, he got beat up on, and that was, that spread was covered.
1: They they played uh, Alabama twice now under Mike Leach, and they have nine points in eight quarters.
0: So the offensive whatever, guru not doing too well.
1: No, uh, Oklahoma State. Gave Texas its second straight heartbreak loss. God, they cannot close these fucking games.
0: No, and I was disappointed to see that because I'm kind of rooting for Texas this year. With you being down there, um, they're definitely oh. gonna lose the number next to their name.
1: They have, yeah. And Oklahoma State, that was that was a good win though because they were down early and it looked like Texas again was gonna be able to get this win. And Oklahoma State, they just stayed true to the game plan. The quarterback made some big plays, and the defense made a couple of huge stands, particularly once they started breaking down that offensive line of Texas late in the fourth quarter. So good win for the Cowboys there. Michigan State beat Indiana by five. They stay at nine. Oregon beat Cal 24-17. They stay at 10. I think by far the biggest game of the weekend was what Purdue did to Iowa. They dropped Iowa from 2-11 to 11 because they went into Iowa City and beat them 24-7 in a game that was never close.
0: SEC fans should be happy about that because that makes Iowa as well as Penn State look worse.
1: For sure. And the Boilermakers are up to 25. That was a great win by them. i tell you, that wide receiver of theirs, Moore, I think, he is a, he's a fucking stud.
0: Yeah, and he's then, probably 30 years old, but... <laughs> I think he's a transfer that's like 25.
1: Listen, man, we don't ask questions about that there. They can all get paid now. Um, as far as I was concerned, this was a game where we finally saw that their offense, if they're not winning or they're not able to control the tempo and they have to score, they just can't do it. They just can't score. Their drives have to be long, and uh, they're not capable of going on these quick-score drives. And It came back to bite them and, which was pretty much what we felt all along, so the proof is in the pudding there.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, they need to force turnovers in order to win, and they didn't do that in this game.
1: Ole Miss beat Tennessee in Lane Kiffin's return to Tennessee. 31-26 was a pretty close game, but Ole Miss escaped with the win and staying at 12, and then finally staying in the SEC, A&M beat Missouri by 21 points they stay at 17 so that's the state of college football right now tom are there any games this coming weekend that you have your eye on
0: this weekend i do not all right uh, you got anything
1: not really in particular it's a, slow weekend. it's a slow weekend for both the college football and the nfl this is around the time of year in college where some of the best teams are getting buys so like really the next few weeks you're gonna have some really big time teams off alabama plays tennessee this week um to expect a win there other than that cincinnati is really just the team i'm paying the most attention to if they continue to dominate tom i don't see a way that they don't make the college football playoff
0: yeah um this might be the year my friend
1: i hope so Uh, and they deserve it they deserve it certainly over notre dame so that's all i got how about you
0: no that's it man um started succession really excited about that finished up billions caught up on that show wise Um, watching a new show called dope sick on Hulu that's a good one about the uh, about the epidemic of opioid abuse in America Um, aside from that that's all I got I'm not even asking about many Saints in Newark because I know you didn't watch it
1: listen I am going to make you a promise I actually already decided this and I was gonna bring it to the pot Friday night I work late, so I'm going to come home while my friends are out because I'm not meeting them out after 9 o'clock. I'm going to come home, and I'm going to sit down, and I'm going to watch The Many Saints of Newark. So when we record a pod next week, I will have that brought to you. I'm going to watch that. And Curb comes back this week.
0: Ooh, I didn't even know that. Exciting. Exciting
1: episode one that is one of my favorite shows as you well know so i am excited to see what larry brings after a year of the pandemic and everything else that went on so that's what i got on my agenda show and movie wise
0: sounds like a huge weekend for you
1: <laughs> i didn't mention anything else because i don't know what else is happening how about you you got any other plans
0: Nah, man not much going on we're gonna have to see
1: all right well we'll both report back to each other next week Enjoy week seven. Tom, congrats to your Knicks for winning on opening night. We'll see if the Nets can get a win. And, uh, yeah, talk to you next week, guys.
0: Talk to you next week, bro.